The angel told Daniel in Daniel 12, 13, As for you, go your way until the end. You will rest, and then at the end of the days, you will rise again to receive the inheritance set aside for you. Notice the angel did not tell Daniel that he would die and go straight to heaven. He clearly told Daniel he would rest and then would rise again at the end of the last days and then, and not before then, would receive his inheritance. Yesterday morning in my personal Bible study, I ran across this passage in Hebrews 4.4. It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, and God showed his approval of his gifts. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. That's Hebrews 4.4, New Living Translation. Notice Paul did not say that Abel has gone home to be with the Lord, or Abel is in heaven now. No, Paul clearly says Abel is long dead. As a matter of fact, nowhere in the Bible do you read Paul or Jesus or anyone else saying that anyone has gone home to be with the Lord or has died and gone to heaven. The notion that dead loved ones are in heaven is another myth from the Dark Ages, when human tradition and theories replaced plain and simple Bible teachings. But wait a minute. Doesn't the Bible say in Ecclesiastes 12.7, For then the dust will return to the earth, and the Spirit will return to God who gave it? Indeed it does. So we need to see how the Bible defines the word spirit. Job defines it for us. Job 27 verse 3 reads in the King James Version, All the while my breath is in me, and the Spirit of God is in my nostrils. In the New Living Translation, Job 27.3 reads, As long as I live, while I have breath from God. By comparing Bible verses, we see clearly that the word spirit simply means breath. So in Ecclesiastes 12.7, it is simply our breath that returns to God. Nothing living or conscious returns to heaven when we die. It is simply our breath. David clarifies this for us in Psalms 104, verse 29, that reads, When you take away their breath, they die and turn again to dust. By the way, the word spirit in Job 23 in the original manuscripts is the word pneumo. It's where we get the word pneumonia, which is a breathing disorder, air disorder. So the word spirit in the King James Version of Job 27.3 is correctly translated breath in the New Living Translation Version of Job 27.3. Another example is in 2 Chronicles 9.4. The King James Version says that when the Queen of Sheba saw all of Solomon's riches, there was no more spirit in her, meaning it was breathtaking. While we are speaking about Job, 
Let's take a look at a question asked in Job 14, verse 10. Job 14, verse 10 asks the question, But when people die, their strength is gone. They breathe their last, and then where are they? We don't have to philosophize or, or come up with different theories as to what happens when we die. The answer comes to us from the Bible just two verses later in Job 14, verse 12, which reads, People are laid to rest and do not rise again. Until the heavens are no more, they will not wake up nor be roused from their sleep. Job, like Jesus and Paul and everyone else in the Bible, never say the dead have gone home to be with the Lord or have gone straight to heaven. King Solomon is in total harmony with the rest of Scripture when he wrote in Ecclesiastes 9, verses 5 and 6, The living at least know they will die, but the dead know nothing. They have no further reward, nor are they remembered. Whatever they did in their lifetime, loving, hating, envying, is all gone. They no longer play a part in anything here on earth. Ecclesiastes 9, 5 through 6. New Living Translation. As already noted, Jesus himself never mentioned anyone dying and going home to be with the Lord or going straight to heaven when they died. In John eleven eleven, Jesus said Lazarus was asleep. Jesus did not say Lazarus had gone home to be with the Lord or was in heaven. He said he was asleep. In John eleven fourteen, Jesus clarifies that Lazarus is dead. Jesus calls death sleep. So why is it today that so many Christians use the term, quote unquote, gone to be with the Lord, which Jesus never used? or anyone else in the Bible for that matter. Instead of using the term fallen asleep, which is a term Jesus and other Bible authors actually use. In 1 Thessalonians 4.13, Paul tells us, But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. Paul refers to the dead as fallen asleep. He does not want us to be ignorant about what happens when we die. So he gives us the total truth. 1 Thessalonians 4, 14 through 17, he goes on to explain. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend, will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus, we shall always be with the Lord. Again, that's First Thessalonians 
4, 14 through 17. Paul plainly and clearly tells us the same thing the angel told Daniel. The dead in Christ will be raised at the second coming. Once a Protestant minister told me that there could be more to death after life or life after death beyond just what the Bible tells us. But if that is so, then Paul would have left us ignorant. And in 1 Thessalonians 4.13, Paul tells us he is not leaving us ignorant. Besides, in John 16.13, we are promised the Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth, not just partial truth. 2 Peter 1.21 tells us the Holy Spirit moved the Bible authors to write everything they wrote. And 2 Timothy 3.16 tells us all our doctrines come from Scripture. Someone may ask what difference it makes knowing that we go to heaven. I'm sorry. Someone may ask what difference does it make since we knowing whether we go to heaven when we die or at the resurrection when we're saved by grace anyway. Well, it is true we're saved by grace, not by knowing what happens when you die. But one reason why it's important to know that we don't go straight to heaven when we die, that the Bible teaches that the dead know nothing, is that when we claim that we go straight to heaven when we die, we claim that the soul is immortal and we call the Bible a liar. In 1 Timothy 6.16, it says only God is immortal. Even worse, we call God a liar like the serpent did when he said in Genesis 3, 4, you will surely not die. Another reason is it makes God, it makes God seem unfair. I once attended a funeral of a small girl who was hit and killed by a car. The preacher talked about how happy Jesus was having fun with the little girl in heaven, while the mother, sobbed, the mother sobbed uncontrollably on the front pew. Jesus, who tenderly regarded his own grieving mother while he hung on the cross, would not tear another mother's heart apart so he could have fun with her daughter while she grieves uncontrollably. Jesus will see the girl at the resurrection along with her mother. But maybe the most important reason we should know the truth about death and the resurrection is that the truth closes the door to spiritualism that, P that Pope Leo X opened during the Dark Ages. My heart breaks for people who tell me they would give anything to speak to a dead loved one again. At the same time, while I dearly love my mother and look forward to seeing her in the resurrection, I feel no need to talk with her right now. I need to talk to Jesus. And I can, anytime, anywhere. While my mother and other loved ones rest, I find strength and even joy to continue living, knowing that I don't live for my family and friends alone. I live for
for Jesus. I don't need spiritualism. I don't need to talk to dead loved ones. I am more than happy to live every day with joy talking with Jesus until he returns and I see him face to face along with my mother and Daniel, never to part again. What the Bible teaches us clearly is that we don't go to heaven straight when we die. We rest in our graves. We know nothing until Jesus returns. Then we're resurrected from our graves. Those who love Jesus will meet him in the air, but not before the dead in Christ are raised. And we're all reunited again with each other and with Jesus. That is our blessed hope. Those are the words that Paul says we are to encourage each other with in 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 18. Paul never said to encourage somebody by telling them that their dead loved one has gone home to be with the Lord or they're in heaven right now. Nowhere in the Bible does it say to tell people that. 1 Thessalonians 4.18 is where Paul tells us to encourage each other with the hope of the resurrection. I'm William Earnhardt. I hope you enjoyed this message. I invite you to visit ssnet.org where you can study each week's Sabbath school lesson. And I invite you also to visit my website, WilliamDEarnhart.com, where you can find out more about salvation and other Bible teachings. God bless you.